Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Fire, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We're your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So today, Kevin, we're talking about a chemical that's colloquially known as laughing gas or nitrous oxide. So here's a question to start with. What actually is happening inside your body and your brain when you inhale nitrous oxide? Ah, yes, yes. The commonly known laughing gas scientifically is known as nitrous oxide or N2O. It is a medical and sometimes recreational drug that is basically inhaled. Uh, It works as a weak replacement uh, for an anesthetic or for some people, a euphoric sensation. Now, when you inhale this gas, what happens is you get less oxygen as a percentage of that total air being inhaled. And so this results in a reduction in oxygen supply to your brain, and thus you tend to feel quite lightheaded afterwards, you know? Is that all, or are there other chemical effects? Oh, so nitrous oxide, it is a fat-soluble molecule that can also enter cells very easily. So it reaches those synapses within our nervous system with not really a problem. It can interfere with your neurotransmitter molecules and their respective receptors in the body. And so this is what causes some of that you know, anesthetic and neurological effect. The neuroreceptors you know, in your brain it, that it binds to are responsible for regulating things like pain and your mood. So this results in a feeling of relaxation and euphoria, which can help a lot of patients feel much more comfortable during uh, tough medical procedures. And what does it look like? as well as how long have we known about nitrous oxide, especially for its medical use case? Oh yeah, so um, nitrous oxide, it's, it's a colorless and odorless gas that's been used for over a century in medical and dental procedures. It was first used in 1844, in fact. So we know it's a great way to manage pain during medical procedures, but what are the other risks and potential side effects of using laughing gas? Oh, it can definitely cause some side effects in some patients. Uh, These can include things like nausea, dizziness, headaches. The use of nitrous oxide anesthesia can generally increase the risk of post-operative nausea and also induce vomiting in some folks. So, you know, some people, they do report feeling even aggressive or scared after inhaling nitrous oxide because the mechanism for, you know, the mechanism for what causes the emotional changes is also not fully understood. So what medical procedures is laughing gas commonly used for? Uh, So inhalation of nitrous oxide is used pretty frequently to relieve pain associated with things like childbirth, trauma, um, oral surgery, uh, and also acute coronary syndrome, basically heart attacks. In Great Britain and Canada, uh, even ambulance crews often use it as a rapid and highly effective uh, analgesic gas. And so the way that they administer this is they basically give you an inhaler over your nose, right? Yeah, yeah. They used to in the early days, um, yes. But today it's a slightly more high tech. So the gas is administered in hospitals by means of this automated um, relative analgesia machine. And this thing has an anesthetic vaporizer and also a medical ventilator. And what it does is it, del- it delivers a precisely dosed and even breath-actuated flow of nitrous oxide mixed with oxygen in this like two-to-one ratio. I see. Now, we have to explain why nitrous oxide is called laughing gas in the first place. Can you explain that? Oh, yeah, sure. So even before, you know, the stuff about the medical use cases, 
um, recreational inhalation of nitrous oxide was a thing. With people basically, you know, looking for the effect of a euphoria or kind of like even slight hallucinations. So it began as a phenomenon for the British upper class in 1799 during something known as lapping gas parties. So, you know, the term laughing gas has kind of stuck from that origin and it's become a common way to refer to this nitrous oxide. Is it safe as a recreational drug? You, you know, Tim, there's actually some debate here. Um, the casual use of nitrous oxide is understood by most recreational users to be a route to a safe high, which is could be why, you know, why it's so popular. But many of these users also aren't aware that excessive consumption has the potential to cause a lot of neurological harm, which if especially left untreated, could cause a lot of permanent neurological damage. So that's why in Australia, um, recreation use became a public health concern following a rise of reported cases of neurotoxicity and also a rise in emergency room admissions. So in the state of South Australia, legislation was passed in 2020 to restrict uh, a can the sales of these canisters. And in the UK, they have recently finished a review for the government and the review stopped short of recommending a total laughing gas ban in the UK, but it does warn of you know these all these high risks. Uh, for example, that heavy use can lead to a vitamin deficiency that also again damages nerves in like you know your spinal cord and stuff. So you know from my perspective, it's not really worth testing the limits. Uh, try sticking to nitrous oxide only usage for medical reasons. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at bli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have comments and suggestions for us. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.